Good morning. Good morning. Wow. Great to see all of you. Will you um, help me thank Luke? Luke has uh, recently moved down from the Atlanta area to help us grow in this issue of worship. And uh, so be in prayer for Luke. You know, he's coming from a rather slow-paced environment down here to Flagler County where we are always going really fast in life. So um, pray for him as he goes through some of those transitions. Um, But we're just so thankful that God has provided Luke and brought him down here to help us grow in uh, this issue of worship and becoming worshipers. Welcome to Epic Church. It has been a long time, about six years ago, something like that. Uh, my pastor at the time challenged me to start praying about planning a church. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. There is no desire within me whatsoever to ever do that. There are two things I've never wanted to do in my life. One was be a pastor, and the other one was to work at a church. And so here I am in God's sovereignty and in his humor, I think, doing this thing. So this is our first official service, our first worship gathering And we have a lot of different people here today. There's going to be some people here that I'll call epic supporters. So there's some of you that are here from out of town or from other churches, and you're here just cheering us on as we launch. You're here to help us launch well. And I want to say thank you to those of you who are doing that. We appreciate that so much for you coming here to just cheer us on today as we do this. Um, So next week as you go home, just tell the good things that God is, is doing here in our community and around. There are others of you that have a church background And you're coming looking for a church home, and we welcome you. We hope that you find what you're looking for here. Again, there are a lot of good churches in this community, Um, so I know uh, shopping for a church is not the funnest thing to do. And uh, we hope that you find what you're looking for here, but if not here, there are some great churches represented in our community, and I encourage you to keep on looking because God has a place for you. There's some of you that don't have a church background or maybe have a bad church background, maybe a bad church experience. And maybe you're here out of curiosity more than anything else, just to see what is this epic church thing all about? Why did somebody come stick a flyer on my car? And then I decided to come. If if you're like upset about that, there's a guy by the name of Kurt. It was his idea. And he's around here somewhere. So you can find him after the service and talk to him about that. There are other people that actually come to check out church, and they're, they're really kind of skeptical, and, and that might be your place today. You know, just kind of, you know, I'm skeptical about anything that looks or feels religious. You know, if it looks like faith or it looks like some organized religion thing, I just I keep it at a distance because maybe you've had a bad church experience or something like that. You're just skeptical of the whole thing, and yet here you are. So no matter what reason you have come today, I welcome all of you, and I want to say thanks for being here. And just for a moment, would you, again, help me thank, we've got a lot of people that have put a lot of hours into the stuff that you've seen created here out in our Epic Kids area, out on the streets, the signs. I mean, there's a lot of energy that's gone into this. Would you just help me thank our volunteers that have done this, just real quick. Lots and lots of hours have been put into this stuff, a lot of dreaming, planning. We've been talking about this for months. We've been meeting for months. We've been envisioning things for months for this day, for this moment, for for here, for here we are today, launching Epic. Epic represents a group of people who are more interested in being the church 
than just doing church. You know, we're more interested in discovering what it means to walk in a close relationship with God than just walking around talking about God or just carrying signs or wearing t-shirts. You know, we're more interested in being radically transformed by the creator of the universe than anything else. And so if that's a desire of your heart, we welcome you. We've designed Epic to be a safe place for people who are seeking, people who are doubting, and for followers of God to come and explore and apply the truth claims of Jesus Christ. And so if that's something that you're looking for, you're longing for in your heart, then uh, we hope that you'll stay and take the epic adventure with us. Now, today we are starting, diving right into our first series that we're going to be doing called The Epic Story. And uh, before we do that, I'm going to pray, and then after that, we'll continue the journey together. So let's pray together. God, I thank you so much for the crowd that you've gathered here today. Lord, you knew before time began that this church would be birthed on this day in this county to reach people for you. And so, Lord, here we unite with your mission to restore people to a right relationship with you through Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that you would transform us today. In Jesus' name, amen. So life makes no sense without a story. And the author, Madeline Lingle, an American writer, reminds us that all of life is a story. You know, you think about it, we're all rather fascinated with stories, aren't we? We all have this this kind of love affair with a really good story. You bring two people together, and the first thing that they start doing is telling stories. It starts out by telling about their day. You know, this is what happened in my day. This is what went on. And then we branch off from that, and we start talking about our lives. Every night at my house, my wife and I have four kids, and so when we get together for dinner, there's six of us around the table, and we tell stories about our day. So we get to hear all kinds of stories. So um, we've got middle schoolers and some elementary schoolers and then a pre-K guy. So we hear stories from middle school, which are always really interesting stories, if you remember middle school. And elementary school stories are really great, and then the preschool stories are awesome as well. The other day, our son Cody came home and told my wife, Mom, there were these girls, and they had on this makeup, and they wanted me to kiss them. And so my wife said, and what did you say, buddy? And he goes, I said, yuck, and I ran to the other side of the playground. And we were like, yes, yes, buddy, no girls yet, you know, that'll come later down the road, but hang on, you know, no girls yet. Our kids always ask us to tell bedtime stories. And my kids just love bedtime stories. And they're always, just tell a story, read a story, make up a story. It doesn't matter. Just tell us a story. Or they ask us to tell stories about when we were little or something like that. The best storyteller I know is my wife. If you ever want to hear a really good story, you've got to hang out with Tammy. She's an incredible storyteller. She tells a story in such a way that you're just kind of wrapped up in it. And actually, we probably should have her up here more than me because she's such a great storyteller. From a young age, we are captivated by stories. We love adventure and risk and sacrifice and heroes and villains. We just love all that stuff. And as we grow older, I'm finding that our fascination with stories continues. I mean, our love affair of stories just keeps on going. And you think about it, what is the world's favorite way to spend a Friday night or a weekend night? It's with a story, watching a movie reading a book or something like that. So I'm going to need some audience participation this morning. It's really okay. You can talk in church. It'll be all right, okay? So I need you to participate with me. I'm going to ask, what are some of your favorite movies, some of your favorite stories? What are some of those epics that you love to watch? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. All right. Woo. Lord of the Rings. Star 
Star Wars. Twilight. Dark Knight. Okay, hold on. I'm just saying. We need to have a moment of silence, okay? Braveheart, okay? Thank you for whoever said that. I'll pay you later. Way to go. Anybody else? What else? What other movies are out there that you love? Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah, that's a good one. What was that? 300. All right. What else? Sleepless in Seattle. Maybe we should have another moment of silence for anything else. The Goonies. Oh, the Goonies. Wow. That brings back some memories. Princess Bride. Never mess with a Sicilian. Remember the Titans. There are some great stories out there, some great movies that we all love. And we've tried to capture some of those in a little video that we hope you find your movie in. So watch this with me. So hopefully you saw one that you liked in there. Another question, why do we love great movies or great stories? Some participation from you again. Why do we love great movies? They're exciting? Awesome. Escaping? Someone gets to escape? What else? Art, heart touching? Heart touching. Awesome. Somebody said something? Inspiring. Inspiring? Great. What else? We can relate our struggle to theirs. I just watched like Wolverine the other night. I felt like I had something in my forearms. I wasn't (laughs) sure what it was, but I was was like, Tammy, I'm sure. Could you feel this? Something like wants to come out there. What else? What other reasons? Why do we love good movies? Imagination. They're entertaining. Yeah. You know, movies provide way more than entertainment for us. They are entertaining. And then there's something that goes beyond that. There's something in a movie that nourishes us at times. You know, it's kind of a strange way to say that, but there's, it's kind of like a food for our souls. You know, there's something about a movie that that helps us understand our story a little bit better, helps us relate to some things. Hollywood screenwriter Robert McKee says this, Stories are the equipment for living. We go to movies because we hope to find in someone else's story something that will help us understand our own story. And how true is that when we go to the movies? And you know, you think about life, it comes at us like a story. It comes at us like a movie. It unfolds for us kind of scene by scene. You know, it doesn't come at us like a math problem. You know, some of you who love math would love that, wouldn't you? Every day you do the same thing, you get the same results. That's not how life is. So it comes at us kind of scene by scene. So we wake up in the morning, and we have an idea of what we want to accomplish that day, but we really don't know what will happen in that day. So you've got to get into the day to find out what that day holds for you. September 11th, 2001. None of us could have predicted what would have happened that day. And so we walk into the day, and I remember driving my kids to school, and I hear this on the radio. I show up at the school, and somebody's got a TV, and I take a look at it, and I'm like, this is blowing my mind. I can't imagine that this is happening. This makes no sense. And if you remember where you were on that day, you remember it, none of us could have predicted that day. And so we've got to walk into the day to see what happens in it. There are characters in our story that we like. And then there's characters in our story that we don't like. And there are all sorts of scenes in our story that have to be played out. 
scenes that we like and scenes that we don't like. And all of our lives are a story being played out every day. Every day your life just unfolds a new chapter of the story, a new page is being written by what you do that day. And everyone has a story. Everyone. On our website, theepicchurch.com, you can go there, scroll down to uh, what's called Conversations tab. And there's a place where you can tell a little bit of your story on our site. Everybody has a story. And in order to know someone really well or to, to really get to know them better, you have to understand their story. You've got to hear their story. Anybody here know someone that's a little strange? Okay, you know a few people. I'm not talking about the person you brought today, okay? There's some strange people in the world. Now, the people that you know that are strange, have you ever tried to understand their story? Have you ever tried to, you know, really learn, like, what what makes them strange? What makes them a little bit different? Because knowing their story helps explain them just a little bit better, the way that they live, the way that they behave. My oldest daughter has a friend in school who's a little bit odd. A little bit strange. She's come over to the house and hung out with us a little bit, and she's just a little, little different. And she is a self-proclaimed vampire. So she calls herself a vampire. It's a legit deal. It's something that she's, she's given herself. She dresses a little weird. She acts a little weird. And yet, when you get to know her story, it starts to make sense a little bit. You see, she lives with her mom, and her mom has this terminal illness. Her mom's been told that she's going to die. There's nothing they can do for her. And they don't know when she'll die. It's just a matter of time. They said, you, you may live a year, maybe two years, not sure. And so what her mom has decided to do, the way to, that she's decided to cope with this pain that she feels in her life, she's decided to disengage her emotions from the world, disengage her emotions from her daughter. So she gives no emotion to her daughter, no emotion to the world around her. She's completely severed that off. She kind of acts like a, more like a robot than a mom with emotions for her kid. And so when she dies, her daughter will go live with someone else. And so this girl writes all these incredible poems and stories, and they're filled with emotion. And she draws all these pictures. And and when you look at her pictures, I mean, they're, they're great drawings. And they just speak out to you loudly. I want something in my life that makes me feel alive. I'm looking for something that creates emotion in me. I'm dying for life. And so she's searching every day for something that'll make her feel alive. And understanding her story makes perfect sense why she acts the way that she does sometimes. But in like manner, we cannot fully know ourselves until we know the story that we've been placed in. And most of us don't know much about this story. We don't know much about the story that's happening around us. We don't know much about the characters. We don't know much about the plot. We don't know much about the role that we play in this story. You know, we all ask questions like this. Who am I really? Why am I here on this earth? What's my purpose? What what should I be doing with my life? Is there a purpose in life? Or is it just some random you know, place for existence? And when you die, it doesn't matter whether you beat your kids or loved your kids. You know, we all ask questions like that. And a lot of us feel like this, we're about to watch a movie clip. A lot of us feel in life like this movie clip. Watch this with me. 
So if you haven't seen the movie, these five guys wake up in a chemical warehouse. They don't know how they got there. They don't know why they're there. Their memories is, is gone. They have a short case of amnesia. And so they start researching. They find out three of them are kidnappers. Two of them are kidnapped, and they don't know who's who. And they don't know who to trust. And they're afraid at any moment someone's memory is going to come back, and they're going to remember that they're either a good guy or a bad guy. So in that moment, they can't even trust themselves because they don't know if they're a, a good person or a bad character in this movie, in this story. And a lot of us feel that way. A lot of us feel that way about life, you know, completely confused. Confused about the plot, confused about the story, confused about the role that we play, confused whether we're the good guys or whether we're supposed to be the bad guys. In uh, his book called Epic by John Eldridge, he says this, For most of us, life feels like a movie we've arrived at 45 minutes late. Anybody had that experience? You show up and you miss the first 20 minutes or so, and you're, you're, the rest of the movie is like, what happened? What's, how's that fit in? I don't know. I'm not quite sure what's going on here. I mean, you watch it and it feels like, you know, there's really important things going on. There's some really neat things that are happening, some great things, but then there's some confusing things happening in the movie, right? There's some things that don't make sense. There are these really happy moments in life, and then there are these really tragic moments, these confusing moments, these moments where we're like, yeah, what's that all about, and how does that fit into the story, and does it have a purpose? So we find ourselves in the middle of this story that sometimes feels wonderful, sometimes feels awful, and we struggle to make sense of the story that we've fallen into. And wouldn't it be great if someone would just show up and fill us in on the story? Someone would just show up and say, hey, let me just tell you a few things about the story that you're in. Let me tell you a few things about life so that you can know, you know, maybe how it began or what's going to happen next or our role that we play in this story. Maybe somebody could fill us in on some of that stuff. Maybe it would help us navigate our lives a little bit better. If you think about it, there are a lot of voices in the world that are trying to tell us those things. There are a lot of belief systems out there that say they have the answers to those questions that many people are asking, that they can help us with that. If you think about uh, religion, pretty much, for the most part, a lot of different religions say, you know what, we can answer a lot of those questions. There are a lot of different answers that, that you can have, you can know the answers to some of those. There are some people that say that life is explained by evolution, that kind of there was this big bang thing and then evolution kind of started unfolding. And it, it, there's a belief system that says, you know, that explains the whole deal. And so if you believe that, then you can live a certain way. There's others that say there are aliens out there that came and created us. And if you watched the movie uh, Knowing here recently or, or something like that, um, then you might know something like about that. You might have heard a belief system that, that aligns with that. There are so many different belief systems out there. There's some that say we can never know. It's not possible to know. But listen to how one author puts their views on those questions. The universe is nothing but an accidental pile of stuff jostling around with no rhyme nor reason, and all life on earth is but a tiny, utterly inconsequential speck of nothing in a corner of space existing in the blink of an eye, never to be judged, noticed, or remembered. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? Don't you want to wake up in the morning and it makes you want to get out of bed and say, I'm going to go to work today and do something great. You know, I'm going to come home with a purpose. We are all given the task of deciding what we will believe, who we will listen to, what voice out in our world we will subscribe to, and what we will do with that, how we will live. And what we choose 
about who we will listen to has huge implications for how we live. Christianity claims that it has the ability to offer answers to those questions. Questions about existence, about purpose, about eternity, about our story, about how it began, about how it's going to end, about our role in it. Christianity offers us those answers in the form of a story, an epic story, a story that's hidden in ancient writings, a story that started before time began, a story that has courageous heroes and hideous villains that call all of us to choose which side that we will be on. A story filled with adventure and risk and love and sacrifice and mystery where evil lurks around every corner just waiting to jump on us and where common people are transformed into heroes by the small decisions they make in times of struggle. The Bible teaches that we can know the larger story that we've fallen into, that it is possible for us to know about it. You know, maybe not with perfect clarity. Maybe we don't know all the details, but we can know it a lot more than most of us know right now. What if all the great stories that are out there, all those ones that move us deeply, you know, those brave heart stories, you should be like going, yeah, right now. What if all those stories tell us something about the larger story that we live in? Listen to what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes. God has planted eternity in the human heart. God has planted it there. Another translation says it this way. God has given humanity a desire to know the future. There is something inside of us that's deep inside of us that, that has this ache to know that there's more, that to know that there's more to life, there's, there's a purpose to it, that we have a calling, that we have a role to play in our existence on this planet. So over the next five weeks, what we're going to continue doing is taking this journey into the epic story. We're going to get acquainted with the characters in this story. We're going to discover what went wrong in the beginning of the story. We're going to discover some epic battles that have been fought and are still being fought. We're going to discover the role that we can play in this story. And again, we cannot fully know ourselves until we understand the story that we have been cast. So you were born into a story, each and every one of you. The moment you were born, you were placed in the middle of a story that's been unfolding, and you have a role to play. You have a part to play in this incredible story. You have battles to fight. You have a hero from within to awaken to be a part of this. Listen to how another, another author describes our story. We live in a world of magic and mystery, of deep darkness and flickering starlight, it is a world where terrible things happen and wonderful things too. It's a world where goodness is pitted against evil, love against hate, order against chaos, and a great struggle where often it is hard to be sure who belongs to which side because appearances are endlessly deceptive. Yet, for all of its confusion and wildness, we live in a world where the battle goes ultimately to the good, who live happily ever after, and where in the long run, everybody good and evil alike, becomes known by his true name. This story not only happened once upon a time, but is happening still. The story happens every day. There's a story that unfolds around us every day that we live in existence. Next week, we are going to get to know the main character of this incredible story that we live in. And it, this is the character, the only character in the story that always does what is good, right, and perfect. 
So I hope that you will come back next week. I hope you will bring your friends and encourage some people that, that maybe you know from work or your neighborhood to come and enjoy the adventure with us. And in just a moment, I'm going to close in prayer, and then Luke's going to come back up, and he's going to guide us in some more worship here at the end. So I'm going to ask you to bow your heads with me, and let's pray. God, I just want to thank you so much for, Lord, this epic story that we've all found ourselves in. Lord, a story that's been going on way before we ever came across the scene. Lord, a story that begins with you. And we have a part to play. We have a role to fill. So, Lord, I pray that you would teach us that. Teach us what that is in the next weeks. I pray that we would find our role and we would live that out with passion and purpose. I thank you for everyone who's come today. I pray that you would continue to draw them to yourself. In Jesus' name, amen.